Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you today. I pray that whatever you are going through right now, whatever is on your mind, that you can just be released from it right now so that we can dive in and talk about prayer today because as you all know, prayer is something that is so dear to my heart and it's something that I encourage everyone to do, everyone to practice and also honestly pray to know how to pray because I didn't get this bold just overnight. Like I prayed for boldness. I prayed for God to show me what I needed to pray for, who I needed to pray for. And through prayer, so much of my life has been unfolded to me. So much of so many of my prayers have been answered. And honestly, so many prayers are yet to come. But but that is what faith is made of. And so I'm just so excited to have you today. I just can't wait to share more about prayer, what he wants from us, how to pray. And honestly, don't be discouraged. If you have never prayed in your life, then now is the time to start. And I'm going to show you how. When you look up the meaning of prayer, it says it's a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. And honestly, that's truly what it is. It's literally just communicating to God as if he is our father, as if he is someone who can help us. And that's to, that's honestly how I view prayer. It's how I pray in my daily life is I literally just envision, you know, like a father. He's my father. He's there to protect, to help, and to support. Whether you're going through a good time or a hard time, he's there to celebrate or he's there to mourn. And I don't think we can pray bold prayers until we have the faith and the confidence to believe that God wants to help us. The reason why prayer is so important in a faith walk, in a faith journey, is because, like I mentioned before, that's our communication to Him, to God, to, you know, our Heavenly Father. And it's so important to bring Him our wants, to bring Him our mess, (laughs) to bring Him everything that we're going through. Because as much as we think that we can hide something, we can't hide anything from him. He literally knows every single thing about us. He knows the thoughts in our heads before we even think them. He knows what we're going to say before we even say it. He knows what's going to happen in our life years from now. So why not go to our creator, the one who knows the future and has it in a, in his hands. I mean, he has the answers. So just like everything else that's going on in this world today, you know, where are you running for answers? Are you running to the internet? <laughs> are you running to the next social media star? Are you re- running to he said, she said? Like, where are you running? Are you getting your answers from an outside source? Or are you going directly to the one who knows everything. You know, it's a valid question that I've even had to ask myself because of everything that's going on and whatever else is to come. I wanted to make sure I'm going to the source 
the source of my joy, the source of my life, the source of my future. And that is why I want to talk about prayer today is because it is so important to talk to God on a daily basis. And I know when you're first getting started in learning more about Christ or accepting him into your heart, things can seem a little daunting if you feel like you don't know the words to say. And I could do not. I want to be an encouragement because I was not always so bold in praying. It has taken me so long to get here. It has taken me years and years and years of building up courage to pray for other people out loud. Um, Even when I was in small groups back in my 20s, like when I was first really seeking out God, I could never be the one if, you know, I never wanted to be called on um, to pray for anyone out loud or, you know, hearing my own voice pray just seemed odd. Although throughout my childhood and throughout life, I, I'm such an internal prayer that I just really felt most comfortable praying to God, you know, in my bathroom, in my church, or I'm sorry, in my closet, in my car. But once I felt compelled to start praying for other people and being a little more bold in that, there's a lot more power when you have more faith to believe that those prayers are going to come true. And that is what I want this episode to be for you. I want it to empower you to pray bold prayers. And what do I mean by that? I don't, I just mean that whatever you are asking for in this life, whatever you need help with right now, this second, it's not just asking for it. It is believing, walking by faith, trusting, and having the confidence in God that what you are asking for, you will receive. And so I'm going to go into some steps on how to do just that. So you're wondering, where do I start? How do I even know what to say? How do I even know what to pray? Well, luckily for you, um, in Matthew 6, verse 9 through 13, we are given the exact things we should pray. I mean, if we literally don't know what to pray, we can just say the Lord's Prayer. And that is how we should pray. In Matthew 6, he's talking about how we should pray not for not for the approval and not for the likes of other people. We should not, you know, be praying just to look good. Especially as Christians, we shouldn't just be praying or, you know, when some, there's a disaster or someone's hurting and you're like sending prayers, you know, it's not to just say that we're doing that. It's to actively be in your room with God and saying those prayers. I would love to challenge you to every time you say praying for you to someone under their post that's going through a hard time, stop for just even one minute and actually, actually take action in what you just said and pray for that person. I know for my own self, I have started to do that because it's so easy to just scroll on Instagram. And, you know, when you see like someone having a hard day or they just lost a grandparent or there's a disaster, you know, in one part of the country or whatever, we are quick to say, sending my prayers or 
keeping you in my prayers or praying for you. But what we're typing, is that actually what we're doing? Because if it's not, then that's exactly what we're doing, what he tells us not to do in Matthew 6. They say, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. And so we are asked to not pray for the approval of others or to look good, but we are to pray with intention. And we are to pray in belief and in faith and in confidence that we will receive what we want. And when I say what we want, I mean what God's will is for our lives. If we're going through a hard time, you know, right now, like say you just lost a job and you really want to pray for another door to open, or you're just praying for discernment and direction and guidance, you know, all of those things, we must pray with intention and believe that God wants good for us. He wants us to achieve big things and he wants us to be happy. He wants us to be filled with joy. I'm not saying when you pray, you're like, I want a new boat or I want this new mansion. It's like, you know, if that's God's will, that's God's will. And he'll grant that for you. But it's truly bringing him your heart. So what the wants are in your heart, those longings that are in your heart, bring those to God and how we bring him our worries and how we bring him our anxiety that is all through communication to him which is prayer and so I'm going to share Matthew 6 verse 9 through 13 because it's the Lord's prayer and so if you really if you are unsure of even where to begin I just encourage you to look up Matthew 9 Matthew 6 verse 9 through 13 and read the Lord's prayer because it says this then is how you should pray Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So that's the Lord's Prayer, and that is what he has called us to pray if we, you know, are unsure what even to pray for. That's what we should be praying for. And to break down the Lord's Prayer just real quick, it's truly just rejoicing in who God is and acknowledging His presence. And then it's really talking about praying for all we need. When He says, give us our daily bread, that's really, our daily bread is literally all that we need in this life. So what we're at being asked to pray is what we truly need, not beyond, not in excess. It's truly like what we need in our life and to bring him our gratitude and to bring him our forgiveness, you know, forgiving others so that he can forgive us. And that's truly what it's saying in the prayer. And then we always have to follow up with the gratitude and rejoicing in him for he is good and for, you know, he holds the power in the kingdom. So I am going to go into the three ways that even this this prayer gave, I'm going to give the three ways that you can pray some really bold prayers and believe that it is going to come true. The first step to praying really bold prayers is going to be by bringing to Him our humility, like coming to God and 
going into prayer with humility. And what do I mean by that? I mean exactly what the Lord's Prayer says and what it says prior to that about don't pray for the likes of others. Don't pray for approval of others. It's truly bringing to God vulnerability, your insecurities, your struggles, your your heart, and not coming to Him with pride in your heart and not coming to Him with an alternative motive or not coming to Him with anger or any other things that are keeping you from truly believing boldly. Have you ever had a conversation with someone where they just seem closed off and you can't really get to the source of their pain or you can't get to the source of their problem because they have a wall in front of them? Well, that's the same thing when you bring your prayers to God. You don't want to have a wall in front of you that's kind of keeping you from really letting out your truth or letting out exactly what's happening. And although God knows exactly what's in your heart and what's in your head and what's in your mind and thoughts, but He still wants you to bring to Him your heart and what you're going through. And so just like talking to someone who's closed off, God does not want you to be closed off to Him. The second thing that you want to bring to the table when you want to pray some bold prayers is to bring forgiveness. And what I mean is what comes right after the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, 14, and that is forgiveness. That is to forgive others so that He can forgive you. And in Matthew 6, 14, 15, it says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And so just as important as it is to forgive others and as important as it is for you know God to forgive us with His grace, we need to know and come to Him. And if we want big prayers to happen for us, if we want results, if we want to receive blessings from our prayers, then we are going to have to lead with forgiveness. We're going to have to forgive those who hurt us, those who we hold a grudge against or anything that has happened in your past. If you are coming and you want, if you are going into prayer for something that has happened in your past or wanting to overcome something from your past, you will first have to forgive those who hurt you in your past. And we need to do that in order for God to fully forgive us and also for, you know, for our, our prayers to be bold, for us to be purified and for us to be clear-minded and open to Him. You know, we can't be open-hearted if we still have a hard heart against someone. You know, he wants us to bring our whole heart and yet we're holding a piece of it in anger against someone. So that is why the second thing is to, you know, forgive. So we need to set aside forgiveness in order to pray some bold prayers. The third and most important thing in order to pray some really bold prayers is to have faith and confidence in Him. We have to believe in our heart of hearts that He will provide everything that we need in this life. And I am always struck by uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 because it's my favorite passage in the Bible. And what comes after it is also 
as equally important. And so I'm going to go ahead and read Jeremiah 11, um, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek seek me with all of your heart. I just love that. Well, one, I love Jeremiah 29, 11, but what comes after it, I just also love too. And I mean, he wants us to come to him with our whole heart. He wants us to seek him with our whole heart. So when we pray and if we are actually believing, you know, he can move mountains. Look what he did for Moses. Look what he did for Daniel in the lion's den. Like he is capable of so much more than we can possibly fathom. He is capable of ending the pandemic. He is capable of so many things, but we must believe it. And I believe as, you know, followers of Christ or even people just wanting to know more of him, we are leaning on our own understanding more than his word and more than his truth in all cases, in the cases of, you know, of COVID or wearing masks or of the protests going on or the evil that is in this world. Like we are seeking information and we are seeking understanding from mortals. We are not turning to God for answers and we need to turn to him for our prayers just as much as we want the answers. In prayer, we will find the answers. In prayer, he allows me to turn to certain passages that is the answer. (laughs) Like when I have a concern of like what to what I want to know or I want more wisdom in a certain area, I pray for that. Like I just open my Bible and it's always to a passage that is the answer to my question. I mean, that's just a small dose of believing in prayer, but I want to share a fun story of when I was about, I was probably like six years old and as we were living in Indiana at the time and we used to just go camping into the lake almost every weekend, if not every day in the summer. And my parents liked to fish. And so fishing was always a part of my life. And I had just got the cutest Minnie Mouse pink polka dot fishing pole that was probably like six inches long, like seriously the smallest little thing ever. And we were, as we were walking down, I'm just so excited to catch some fish today. I've got my pink little pool and, you know, I'm just so excited. And as we're walking, I'm walking with my dad. There's these two gentlemen, just big, broly guys, you know, coming up from fishing. And they're like, they were laughing at my fishing pole. And they're like, oh, you think you're going to catch something with that? Good luck. And I think they were just, you know, they were just joking But it hurt my little, you know, Minnie Mouse heart. And I looked to my dad and I was like, Dad, I want to catch a fish today. I'm going to catch a fish today. And I asked him if we could pray uh, before I casted out my my line. And I kid you not, my dad casted out my line for me. I was holding on to it for maybe about 15 minutes. And there was a pull. There was a tug on the line. And I brought in the finest 
probably like six inch. I, I have no idea. This was so long ago. Probably like 12 inch fish. It was probably like a trout or something. But the more the moral of the story is I believed that God wanted me to catch a fish that day because I prayed for it. And I want us to go back to when we were children because a lot of times our experiences keep us from believing in a power that we cannot see. And so I want us to go back to that childhood mind, that childhood heart. Like from a very, very, very young age, you know, I went to a charismatic church. And so I was raised to believe that my prayers held power and that God wanted to grant, you know, his people blessings. He wants to answer our prayers. And as a young girl, the littlest thing I would pray for, I believed it to come true. I used to pray for the ability to find pennies on the ground when we went to the store or to find money on the ground. But with that fishing story, it always sticks with me because if you imagine like those two men being the world and being society and telling me I can't catch a fish with my little pole, think about that. Who's telling you you can't do something? Who's telling you that you're not capable or who's telling you you won't get to that point that you want to be at? Is it those two fishermen that told me I couldn't catch a fish that day? Well, I want you to know that God wants to give you all that you want in this life. But you must believe that he wants that for you. You know, be my six-year-old self. Pray when the world tells you you won't get it. Pray even more. This is the time to be bold in our prayers. Nothing is off limits. You know, nothing is off limits. Right now, we need to be praying the biggest prayers of our lives because the world is in turmoil. We need to be praying for our brothers and sisters. We need to be praying for our neighbors. We need to be praying for our friends and family. We need to be praying daily for our families to be protected. We need to be praying for so many things. And we need to come to Him with hearts of children, hearts that are pure and believe in the unimaginable. You know, when a kid gets hurt, whether it's a paper cut or like a bang on the knee, it's like they don't hesitate to share their worries. They don't hesitate to share their hurts. They bring it to you. As a mom or a dad, you get this. Your children come to you right away for the littlest thing but they also come to you with big requests. And that is how we need to see it. We need to come to the foot of Jesus, come to the foot of Christ, come to the foot of God and ask him for what we need in this life. If you just need to know where you're going to get money for your next bill, if you don't know where your next meal is going to come from, like those are huge requests, huge prayers to be praying for. But so is asking for anxiety to go away. So is asking for, you know, a relationship to be mended. Like, there's so many things you can ask for and nothing is off limits and no comparing on prayers. Like, one person's worry is not another person's. So don't underestimate your asks. Don't underestimate what you want or what you need or what you long for. Just turn to Jesus and turn to prayer. And like I said in the beginning, if you don't know how to pray, I'm going to give an example. 
because you want to come to him first with gratitude and then you want to come to him with rejoicing and with your ask or your prayer request and then acknowledge that again acknowledge his his um, presence and so I'll show you as an example you'll want to be like dear God thank you for this life thank you for this home thank you for my family and my friends I thank you for this breath in my lungs and this life I get to lead I praise your name for all that you are, all that you do. I pray, Father, for healing in my body. I pray for your presence. I pray for protection over my family. I pray for my bills to be paid. I pray for support. I pray for a relationship to be mended. I pray for fill in the blank, you know, whatever you pray for. I tried to give a few examples, but really just fill in the blank and say, I believe you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I know that you want this for me. I am believing that you hear my prayer. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. That's just a short example of how you can pray. Of course, There's no right or wrong way to pray. It's really just coming to a friend, coming to a father and asking him for what you want, what you need. Just think of him as a friend. Think of him as someone, you know, who can help you. And I just hope that you can truly believe that he wants the best for you. He wants to answer your prayer. And he does answer prayers. And one of my favorite things to say that I probably say a lot in all of the podcasts is God's timing isn't always our timing. And so when I was growing up, there was this, it's, we, he may not be there when we want him, but he will be there right on time. And that's always stuck with me because I think even as I was going through a struggle financially and everything, it was like for years, you know, um, I just stayed faithful in my prayer and I stayed faithful in praying the same thing. You know, I was praying to get out of it, you know, my financial burden. And I just continued to pray because honestly, if he relieved me from my financial burden too, too early, then I may not have learned the lessons that I did. So he knew what was coming and he knew what I needed. And he knew the you know, the work that he needed to do in me. And so I just want to also... Um, encourage you to reflect on where you are and also know that if your prayer isn't answered right away, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be, you know, maybe he's doing a good work in you right now. You just got to trust and believe that and have the faith to know that he loves you and he wants the best for you. And so do I. (laughs) So do I. I just hope that you whether you're a seasoned prayer or you're just starting, I just hope that we all can just come together and start praying over our nation, praying over each other, and really praying really big, bold prayers. And so with the, with the topic being prayer, I'm going to go ahead and end in a prayer for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everything that you've given me. I just thank you for everyone listening. I, I'm i just so thankful for this community. I'm thankful for the men and women that are hearing, that are hearing you through me, that are 
opening their hearts to you, opening their minds to you, Lord. I pray that as a world, we can begin to get get on our knees and truly pray to you and surrender, surrender, surrender our hurts, surrender our pain, surrender our questions and our confusion. Surrender our battles to you and allow you to fight for us, allow you to protect us, allow you to hold our hand through it all. I pray that those listening who may be unsure of you, I pray that I pray that you reach them to their core. I pray that when they call on you, you answer because you answer prayers, Lord. I pray, Father, for everyone to feel refreshed and encouraged and empowered to seek you more. And I just pray for everyone to have a really beautiful day, a beautiful night. I pray for your goodness to surround us and your angels to protect us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me once again. And uh, just thank you. It's such an honor to be able to share this podcast with you and to really just come here to share my heart. And so I just want to thank you for that. Until next time, God bless.